Backed by popular demand, last podcast, we gave you what is in a 27-year-old's 30 grand portfolio. Today, a few months later, we are going to give you what is in a 27-year-old's 60 grand portfolio. Of course, we had the recession. Of course, markets are down by 15, 17%. But for some reason, my portfolio is up. You know, I put a bunch of cash in my portfolio, basically twice its value um, as the market was falling. I just put a ton of cash in there. Now my portfolio balance is around 59 grand. In this video, because we want to give you guys transparency, we want to show you guys what an investor, you know, in their 20s is doing, what they're investing in, and how they're actually investing throughout this recession. I'm going to show you what's in my tax-free um, savings account for my investment portfolio. Of course, if you're Canadian, you know you probably know what a TFSA is. It just means I don't pay taxes on my stocks. If you're in America, this is somewhat similar to your Roth IRA. Of course, Roth IRA is a bit different. It's not as flexible. You can't just withdraw your stocks at any time like you can in a TFSA. But I digress. I'm going to let you know what's in my TFSA um, account. Um, this is and now I got two basically investment portfolios. I got my TFSA and I got my RRSP. Uh, RRSP is registered um, savings plan. This is similar to a 401k in the states where you know you put your money in there, you hold it till you're basically dead or about to expire, and then you can live off that money in the future. So I will go over what's in my portfolio. Um, let's see, how should I start this? I'm going to start from my smallest companies to my biggest companies. Um, Okay, let's just get into this. This is going to be a longer video, but um, I think it should be fun. I think you guys will like it a lot. So starting at the bottom of my portfolio, one of my smallest companies I have is um, Natalis. Uh, Natalis, I have $300 worth. Um, its ticker is NLS. This is a company that has equipment. I bought it last week. It's already up like 2% or some crazy amount. Actually, it's up 10%. Wow. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even know. I just bought it because a YouTuber is like, Hey, this is an equipment company. I'm like, that makes sense. NLS is the ticker. It's about to report earnings. It's basically at the worst price it's been in the history of the company. So this is just me throwing money at the market and seeing what happens. Next company I have is called Upro. Now, Upro, I own $600 worth of this uh, ticker. It's ticker is UPRO. Um, basically, this is a 3X leverage ETF. Um, I bought these because the market is down. I assumed it was going to go back up and it has, it's up like a ridiculous amount right now. Right now, Upro for me is literally up 47%. Um, I bought a bunch near the bottom and yeah, basically doubled my investment so far. Uh, kind of ridiculous. Uh, basically I'm day trading in a sense. I'm going to hold this till the market bets back around all time highs and then I'm going to sell off and buy some bonds, but the market's 17% from all-time highs. So we got a long way to hold this company. Um, of course, it's a triple X leverage ETF. Like I said, for the S&P, definitely a good way to take advantage um, of the market. Now let's see. A uh, company I own um, is called AA. I own 0.3% <laughs> of my portfolio. It's down 50%. This is a steel company. Terrible investment. I just bought it because I saw someone else had it. Really terrible investment. Next company I own is called CNR, Canadian National Railway. I'm down 12% or 10% in this company. 
Uh, Canadian National Railway, I literally held like a huge position in this company before the market went down because I knew this company wasn't going to be hit as hard as the rest of the market. I was right. Now, when the market got hit, I sold Canadian National Railway, bought some other companies that would take advantage of a market rebound, such as Facebook, such as XXX Leverage ETFs. And that's the reason why my portfolio is actually up when a lot of people's portfolios are down. The next company I have in my portfolio is called SPHD. This is an ETF, high dividend, low volatility. I bought a bunch of these stocks when the market was falling, before the market fall, because I'm like, if I'm going to own an ETF, this one is probably going to do the best in a recession-type environment because it pays dividends. Um, it did semi-well, but whatever. It's going to get hit. Next company I own is called TECL. This is a triple X leverage ETF. For every time the NASDAQ goes up $1, I earn $3. This one's up 55%. Absolutely smashing it. I bought this one literally at the lowest point of the market. Next company is Uber. Uberty Boober. This one's interesting. I bought Uber before the market crashed. It crashed extremely hard. Like crazily hard. Very unexpectedly how much it went down in price. However, I did not buy it back um, when it was falling. And it's been going up like crazy. I think it's a great investment. I think it's going to go back up to its, right now it's around $29. It's probably going to go back around $40. Um, I'm down 21% in the stock market. It's only down 17%. The next one is Foot Locker. Foot Locker is a terrible investment for me. I bought some of this before the market crash, some of it after, and I'm down 28%. Didn't recover the way I wanted it to. Next company is Suncor. Suncor Energy is an oil company in Canada. I am Canadian, so to have Canadian dollars um, really is, a, you know, I have to look about, you know, the difference between Canadian dollars and U.S. dollars. I have to watch the exchange rate. So owning Canadian companies sometimes is very beneficial for me. Now, oil got hit like crazy because, of course, the price war. I bought this company at the bottom, so right now it's up 31%. I'm doing phenomenal with this company. Next company I have is ticker SPY. This is an ETF for the S&P 500, the 500 biggest companies in America. Basically, I am down 6% in this company. I bought it while the market's following. I just wanted to invest one day while the market's following, even though I wanted to throw up when I bought this. Um, I bought it just because I wanted to average down and basically pace out my investments throughout the market. The next company I own is Delta Airlines. I know what you're thinking. Who's flying? Ain't nobody flying. Um, Delta, you know, is down 21%. And I bought this company basically when the market was at a low. This company was positive for me for a second, but now airlines are taking a doo-doo on, right? My advice for anyone who's going to buy these distressed assets such as airplanes, hotels, cruise lines, my biggest advice right now is I think they're not going to get back in um, the demand that they want until two years from now. So right now might be a bit early to buy them. So that's I think that's why this one's a bad, not necessarily the best investment I have. Because at the time, I was expecting airplanes to come back one year. Now I'm expecting around two years. I think non-essential companies will go back. But the way we were traveling before, I don't think those demands will be back until two years from now. All right, let's go to my next page. Uh, my next company I own is called Onek. Onek is an ETF for the NASDAQ, uh, down 1%, not even 1%. Uh, I basically bought this while the market was falling. 
Next company I own is VTI. Now this is an ETF for um, basically for the S&P 500. Actually, no, VTI is like um, a total market ETF. It has some large cap, mid cap, and small cap. I have three of these stocks. It's down 17%. Decent investment. RVLV is the next one I own. RVLV is a company that basically does online commerce for high luxury um, brands for basically um, clothes. Now, the interesting thing about this is I think this is an influencer rich company. Um, I think in this time they're going to get influencers on the cheap. Um, that's because basically people who usually make their money from touring, from you know doing comedy shows or doing music tours, these people need another income source. I think companies like RVLV can take advantage of all the influencers charging less because the money's drying up. Um, hopefully they rebound quick, but I'm down 26%. This company took a beating. I bought this company when like the market was down like 20% and somehow this company's down like 26%. Crazy. It's taking a ruthless beating. Um, next company I own is called MMM. 3M produces the mask that people, uh, the ventilators that a lot of people use. Um, I thought they'd be doing better, honestly. In 2019, they kind of took a little bit of a beating. 2020 happened. They're the main producer of these masks. I'm only down 1%, but personally, I thought MMM would be doing way better than it is. I thought it'd be rebounding way better. It's kind of stressing me out right now. Like, why are you doing so bad? They pay dividends. That's why I like them. Next company I own is called KO. That's ticker stands for Coke. Um, I'm sorry, but Coke's a great company. It's only up 6% from when I bought it, and I bought it pretty close to the bottom. My biggest gripe I have with Coke um, in this investment is... I think when the market opens up in two years, this company is going to be a fantastic investment to own. But until then, because before I thought the market was going to go open up in one year, Coke makes a lot of its money from theme parks, movies, fast foods. All of these places are closed. No one's going to a bar and buying a rum and Coke right now. So Coke's price, I don't expect to rebound as much as I thought it would before. Um, this year, but in two years, it will go back up. Fantastic company to own. It's like 100 years old. Your money is safe with Coke. Next company is called Fast, ticker FAS. This is a 3X leverage ETF for financial companies. Now, interestingly enough, financial companies get hit hard in every recession. They are the companies that you short if you think a recession is coming. That's the banks because the banks own the loans for every company in the world. Now, I don't, I'm probably going to end up selling out this. Um, because I think the banks are going to be getting hit harder than a lot of industries. That's because a lot of these mortgages and stuff that are about to hit and expire, um, <clears throat> about a lot of these mortgages that haven't been paused, and a lot of these companies um, that have their mortgages paused, I think the banks are going to end up taking a fair share of the blunt here. I think the real estate market is about to be the next market that does bad in the next one or two years. So I want to get out of this company. I think a lot of other companies are going to outperform financials in the short term. But in two to three years from now, I think FAST is going to be a tr fantastic triple leverage ETF. I'm up 20% right now. I should be up more, to be honest. Um, next company is Apple. I'm down 3%. Apple's a great company. I was buying it while I was following. I own around $1,000 of Apple. I The reason why I don't own more of Apple right now is because, of course, uh, the China's, Chinese factories where they make the Apple phones are probably down right now. The next Apple phone is going to be a tremendous launch. I'm going to wait a couple months and then basically flood my 
portfolio with Apple. So probably around the next earnings, I think Apple's going to be a fantastic buy. Right now, I don't know so much. CCL is the Carnival Cruise Line. Right now, I'm down 40%. Uh, terrible investment for me. Absolutely horrible. I own around $1,500 worth, maybe $2,000 Canadian. Garbage investment, to be honest. Um, this company, two years from now, I think is a great investment. Right now, probably trash. Next company is VOO. Um, I own a bunch of this company. I think VOO, um, you know, what can I say about it? I think it's the large ETF. I, I, I forgot what's in here. Basically, it's like an ETF that tracks S&P 500. I think it's the large companies in there, but I could be wrong. I'm down 4%. Good company to buy when the market's following. All of these ETFs following the S&P 500. The next time there's a drop, I'm selling out a lot of them and buying triple leverage ETFs. The next company I have is called TQQ. TQQ. I'm up 17%. I bought this one, a bunch of it last week. This is a triple leverage ETF for the NASDAQ. Uh, I think the NASDAQ right now, the NASDAQ dropped a lot just because all the markets are dropping. But of all the companies, that's Facebook, Microsoft, Netflix, all these NASDAQ companies aren't going to be affected by the corona. They're going to be taking a lot of basically um, space within that market. I think this company is going to do great. Next one I have is SMH. This is a semiconductor ETF. Now, if you believe in the 5G revolution, that's 5G. That's the cell phone towers that some people think cause corona. I think 5G is going to be tremendous. We're going to have smart cities. We're going to be able to download things on our phone faster than we can on our computers or laptops. Uh, great company. I bought this one at like when the market was like on this bullish rally. Basically, at a high, I bought it and it's still up 1%, which is crazy. I thought it would be lower. So great. SMH is doing great. I think it's going to tear through earnings. Next company I have is Google. It's down 5%. I bought this one when the market was probably down 10%. I thought Google would rally more than it is, but it has not. But Google is a great company. Earnings is happening. Let's see what happens in earnings. Uh, next company I own is Udow. Now, out of all the indexes, the Dow is the top 30 companies. Dow, because Exxon is in there, it got basically demolished at a higher, demolished more than NASDAQ, demolished more than S&P 500. So I bought a lot of triple average ETFs for UDAO because I thought those companies would go up a lot. They did. I'm up 30% for UDAO. My One of my biggest companies I'm buying is Microsoft. I believe in Microsoft so much. Uh, Microsoft, I believe in for one, because Microsoft, of course, has gone into gaming. A lot of people are basically looking into Microsoft for their games. <clears throat> All companies run in PC, so Microsoft save there. And they're having cloud computing. A lot of businesses are going to use Microsoft's cloud computing networks. Um, I think Microsoft is basically a steal of a company. Anytime it drops, I load up. That's why it's in my portfolio. The next company I have is Facebook. Facebook, I love Facebook. It's such a great company. Um, now, the reason I bought Facebook is because, of course, during quarantine, people need entertainment. Facebook owns Instagram. Instagram Live has been going absolutely on fire Instagram lives are literally making news on news stations. That's how much people are loving these Instagram lives. If I could buy more, I would buy more. Um, right now, Facebook's price is, hold up, is Facebook at 190 right now? Facebook's at 190 guys. It's at 190 Are you kidding me? This is insane. I literally bought Facebook, and then Snapchat had their earnings, and now Facebook's like 10% higher from when I bought it. Absolutely insane investment. I wish I could buy more. Um, but after it's announced its earnings on 29th, I would not be surprised if it went up to 200 on that day. 
Next biggest company I own is QQQ. This is an ETF just for NASDAQ. I told you I love the NASDAQ. This is 8% of my portfolio. Um, if the if the uh, whole stock market drops again, if it drops around 7% again, I'm selling out a lot of these ETFs. I'm buying all triple leverage ETFs. I love these things. They follow the market. The NASDAQ goes up 9% every year. In a recession environment, when the market's rebounding again, going back on that bullish rally, these things can do around 30%. Last year, it did around 30% in a year. 30% of 100 grand is around 30 grand. It's not bad for your money. And the biggest position I own in my portfolio is, now this might surprise a lot of you guys, but I own basically an option on Microsoft. Now, my option expires in 2021 June, so it has a long time to expire. However, it is up 10% already. I, it's 10% of my portfolio. And all in all, I think Microsoft, it's an option for Microsoft. As I told you before, Microsoft is a tremendous company. I think it's a steal anytime you can buy Microsoft when the market dips. And if the market rebounds or if this company explodes right after its earnings, I'm going to sell this option, call myself, call it a day, and hold and uh, basically take that profit. If Microsoft goes down after option, if it goes down a lot, I'm still going to hold this option because I think Microsoft will be one of those companies that overperforms in the stock market environment. Now, as I said before, this is only my TFSA I'm going for. That's 31 grand of my 60 grand portfolio, basically. Um, eventually, I will do my RSP, but I already did that video. Basically, the companies I have are the same. That's from my last podcast. But if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you give me a five-star review on iTunes. It helps so much. Hopefully, me just going over my stocks, maybe I gave you guys some cool ideas, maybe gave you some industries to look in, and it kind of gives you an insight of how I'm thinking about investing in this recession. Um, as always, the best and most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor never stops learning. And again, I cannot stress enough. If you guys really enjoy this podcast, make sure to give a five-star review on your Apple iPhone. Just so easy. You just go to the app store. You scroll down. Sorry. You click the podcast. You scroll down where you see five stars. You just click five stars. It takes literally 10 seconds. Five if you've ever reviewed a podcast before. Very simple stuff. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us. Um, and I will continue to update you on my portfolio and how it's doing. And as always, Flight Crew, we have to take off the Uneducated Investor Podcast. Bye. <laughs>